Welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. What are you doing giving me that face over there, Lisa? I ain't giving shit. You seeing things. Okay, okay. Um, my name is Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with, as you've already heard, Laura Weinbach. That's right. That's right. That's her. And our guest this evening is Nick Stargu. Hello, I'm back. Hello, ba- oh, slash DJ Real, which you may know him as as well. He's a uh, San Francisco-based comedian. He was also on our podcast for uh, uh, the Black Coat's daughter, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun one. That was a that was a that was a blast. That was memorable. I feel like um, the magic is still in this very room where we are. Exa- oh, we're in the same room. That's right. Yeah. 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 Every time that you're on the podcast, we're at your place. <laughs> yeah. I we, think it works out for me. It, <laughs> it works out for me too because you know what? I live in San Francisco, and now very close to you. So that's true. It's all in What's the What's across street? Well, I live at... Uh, what, <laughs> what's your address? <laughs> my exact address is... Well, what, what's, 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 it's 26th in Valencia. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're like right there. And what's really? The, wait, wait, what's your cross streets? <laughs> wait, what's the... You see what I did there? You see what I, I did? did. <laughs> what's the number on your building? Let's just say, 20, what's the, what's let's just say 26 is in is a cross street. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Oh, crazy. Seriously. Oh, so then how many blocks? Wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the spot, but how many blocks exactly are we waiting? <laughs> I think it's exactly uh, three. Oh, he's showing me a number, and I'll keep that to myself. That is crazy. We are yeah. very close, yeah. Nick. Oh, we should hang out all the time now. We can smell each other's farts. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm so excited. Just waft him that direction. <laughs> okay. He could have done that when he lived in his old place. Isn't he? <laughs> uh, so Nick also, beyond comedy, he also uh, does uh, music, too, as DJ Reel, and uh, you recently released that, or uh, almost a year ago now? or Yeah, it's, it's actually a year oh, ago yeah. yesterday. That's right. One year yeah. ago yesterday to Laura the was there. Happy birthday. He released his album. Hey, I was there. The I mean, you were there. You were drumming it up. I was in it to win it. Yeah, it was real awesome. That's right. It was uh, great. And there's going to be a video coming out. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. right? I did, a, yeah, I did like a little Indiegogo thing to raise money uh, for this music video for Long Fingers, which is an instrumental. Uh-huh. And it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. It's got prosthetics. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to, to debut it. So I'm why? Hoping, oh, huh. sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. Oh, I was going to say, why did you decide on the instrumental track to do the video for? Or was it like, did I you mean, have this video? I mean, first track, first music video. Got know? it. Okay. I mean, oh, man. I, it is. I hear it. Did you hear him go by? I did. So did everyone else that might be listening to this. It's fun. It's like you're here with us. Lots you get to experience podcast. what we experience, which is sometimes an occasional car. It's all good. Try sleeping through that. It's tough. Really? really? Well, yeah. Your room doesn't kind of like no. damper it? Oh, no. The, the old place did Dang. on Gary. Uh-huh. I, I, I couldn't oh, yeah. hear any of the street, but this place is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. This is street life. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though. We got some nice track lights in the room. Mm-hmm. We're not using them right now. It's got kind of a seance vibe in here. Yeah, we got some, um, some candles or some electronic yeah. candles. Are electronic lit. candles not being used. It looks real, yeah. though, the way they're yeah. kind of flickering. Wait, oh, those I'm are not electronic, it. are they? They are. No, they are. You're kidding. No. I thought they were real. Yeah, look at that. I was fooled. Oh, my you God. You are a fool. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. You're a fool. For you're, you go cuckoo for oh, a so fool Do you know who you met earlier tonight, who I introduced you to? Um, at the at the oh right at the at the movie theater yeah yeah at the that's the register dr- drummer for Jawbreaker the, Jawbreaker, the band Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker oh okay Jawbreaker wait, 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 they're like a Jawbreaker? like a big kind of uh, pop punk no more punk band from the nineties oh. uh, they had some hits oh and uh, they oh, just kind of had like a re reu- like a reunion recently and yeah. he owns Last Week in Video. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, Nick's talking about we were at Alamo Draft House where we saw uh, this film, which, by the way, maybe I should just briefly mention that sure. this episode we're going to be talking about Mother, the new film by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, he wrote and directed this uh, this film. Uh, you may know Darren Aronofsky. He did uh, Requiem for a Dream and Black Swan. He also did The Wrestler and Pi and Noah, and I may be forgetting one more, but that's all I can remember right now. Oh, The Fountain. The Fountain, Fountain. yeah, film. that's a good one. The Fountain. Um, but yeah, we'll be getting to that in the second half of the episode. Uh, right now, we're just going to talk about some other shit. So, you know, stick around for that little in a little bit. But yeah, so where we saw this film at Elmo Drafthouse, uh, we were briefly chatting beforehand with this uh, with this fellow. Yeah, anyway, so what, yeah, I hear that you went on a little trip. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where were you I went. Uh, I went to Scotland to the Edinburgh. Scotland? Yeah, I went to the French Festival Ay-yo. out there. I was in Scotland too recently via my TV because I've been recently watching the new episodes of Outlander. Oh, is that show? Is that good? Is that show good? It kind of is. I don't know whether to trust you. 
You shouldn't. <laughs> I don't think you should trust. Well, okay. Let me just say that that show it gets very intense, and I think you could enjoy moments. Wait, wait what I want to know oh, is why you won't trust Laura for all TV shows. What has she recommended? Oh yeah, to you what that have I recommended shit, that, that you didn't like? I don't know if it's like that they're bad, but it's the style of show. So that like it just may oh, not be for like me. A, if it's you don't like, like period piece drama. Yeah. She's a period yeah. piece. I'm yeah. with you, Nick. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, you guys are so like modern. But here's the thing, Laura. You, <laughs> you need even to realize that. that going back in time is fun. I mean, every period is no. a period, right? But it's that specific period. I, I, well, it's not more really of like a, it's like more of like a. Eighteen hundreds or earlier. Well, actually, early nineteen hundreds sure. or previous to that is more my kind of. I've thing. never seen. I don't really like the Romans kind of look. You know what I mean? That's that's too. Early. That's too far. Yeah, that's back. too, too far, far back. Removed. But basically, anywhere between, like. 1,000. <laughs> Wait, what does Game BC. of Thrones take place? 1,000 BC to... No, 1,080. <laughs> Basically, medieval and up, medieval up until like Edwardian era. What about Star I'm Trek? Mm, Next not gen? really my thing. <laughs> that's not my I mean, that's thing. Future. That's a future period. That's, that's a future period, yeah. That's a future period. I don't so, like, do you I, get down I, with Caveman period? No, that's too old. Okay. <laughs> there, there hasn't been a good caveman show no, in a while, really right? There was the dinosaurs show, but or like, that's either. not a caveman. Oh, that's like dinosaurs, but dinosaurs with the puppets, <laughs> yeah, like, well, with the dad who Flintstones, like... right? Yeah, but dabba do da day. There you go. Well, that's they're too old. <laughs> no, they're they're young for their time. I know, but I just feel like it's too like antique for me. <laughs> So Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, Edinburgh. Well, Talk yeah, about how's your trip? it. How was oh, it was great. Uh, it was my first international trip, so that oh, was huge. Really? Cool. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you have any haggis? I did. I had you a haggis to... meatball thing. That you was did? No, no, Wait, I don't know what haggis. It was gross. What? I don't know what haggis is. Haggis. Oh, it's I think a crazy it's, dish made out of like intestines. Sheep intestines or something, oh. or well, stomach. It's like, it's like it's sheep stomach. Sh- yeah, sheep. Wait, and it was. But it's like it's like mashed. Well, the thing I had was like mashed up like a meatball. Oh. But they had like haggis flavored. Chips flavored, you, you know how you have like sea salt, vinegar, potato yes, chips, yeah. they have haggis, haggis, sea salt, just your powder, wow. just powdering powdered haggis. It was gross, and God, well, that sounds what, nasty. What's gross about haggis is it basically tastes like poo. It doesn't taste like poo. <laughs> well, because it's made of intestinal. There's no. intestines. So intestines are what I carry mean, what, your mouth. They don't clean it out or something? Well, you no. can still taste that flavor. No, you can't. You can. Trust me. I've had it. I mean, I've it had dep- maybe where. <laughs> I've had this. I've had this. I've had this. Wait, so have you been to Scotland? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Love it. I love Edinburgh. Yeah, the, I've been to Edinburgh. Did you go to the castle? I did. Yeah, yeah that uh, was really. Well, yes, kind of. That. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Edinburgh Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like in and around it. <laughs> well, because it's like a journey to get into it. Right. It's yeah. on the mountain, the mountaintop. Well, yeah. Like, kind of like rock. Like a hill kind of situation. It's really cool. Yeah, the whole city is built so crazy. Yeah. It's like very Harry Potter. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how everything looked. I mean, and it was written there. Apparently. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't Did they know film that. there as well? Do you know? They, I don't know if they filmed there, okay. but it looks like it could have been filmed there. Right. Just the way like the buildings are. And, mm-hmm. Right on, yeah. Uh, it's magical, is it not? Yeah. Did you go to like the graveyard there? We went to the graveyard and we got like a ghost tour. We went to the underground Ooh. tombs. That was oh, really fun. fun. Yeah. Fun. Oh, that would be fun for me. They weren't, they weren't really tombs. They were like, uh, it's where they used to store, they were like tunnels underground where they used to mm-hmm. store like food. And then it became this crazy like homeless uh, encampment thing back in. Really? Yeah. Back in the oh. day. And then prostitution and lots of crazy stuff went on down there. People Whoa. died. and Did, um. What else did you eat? <laughs> I ate a lot of Indian food. Oh, that must have been good. Yeah, it was so really, oh, really right. Good. I have heard good things about the Indian yeah. food in all of the... Yeah, I, the I had Islands. Indian food and fish and chips. Those are kind of like the big... Did you not have any pies? I had some meat pies. Oh, mm. I yeah, love those the are meat, pie, really, meat pies. Really, really good. My and favorite. You like an MP? I oh, do love and, an MP. Uh, they call pudding... They call things pudding when they're not... Like what we think pudding no, is. No, I know it's like black pudding. Black pudding or Love like black pudding. But it would just well, be like that that'd be the category like would be put. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. A sausage? It's like a oh, blood yeah, sausage. Oh yeah, like different types of pudding. Yeah, it's like yeah, different sure. types of puddings or whatever. Oh, it's like coagulated. Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, kind oh, of. No, no it's but like, there's like but meat it's good too. Though. It's like seared kind of like. It's uh, that's gross. Well, it oh. depends on where you get it and what kind you have. I myself had a very delicious black pudding in Montreal last month, and I thought after having had black pudding in the British Isles that it was bad huh but i had this one there in montreal and it was amazing amazing it blew my motherfucking mind okay maybe it's just how it's, it's prepared it maybe. is how yeah. it was like this kind it was like seared 
Okay. And it had a crust to Mine it. Mine was a little more JC Pennied. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. So you're not just like sucking on a big old you're just like, yeah, suck, like dick of <laughs> blood, right? I mean, you could. You chop it up. You chop that dick like up. Whole, whole you chop that, chop that dick up. Wait, uh-huh. so like what? Like, yeah, but talk the, but, more about it. Uh, yeah, so we saw like a really amazing Korean uh, magic show with uh-huh. it was like oh. comedy show and miming magic situation. Uh-huh. Uh, saw some bad magic too. Um, we did our show <laughs> black magic. You saw some black. No, that magic. would be amazing. I, there's supposed to be like a <laughs> lot of like you a know cult. paranormal activity there. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean just like in Edinburgh? In Edinburgh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Did you experience It's like a haunted town. I want it. I kind of wanted to, oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a haunted place. I'd be afraid that... I was thinking of this when I was there, that um, if I could experience ghosts, but if, if I didn't have my contacts in and I couldn't see them, like they were there, you know, mm-hmm. like like something floated past me, but I couldn't even see it. Like it mm-hmm. took the energy to show itself to me. Oh, yeah. But then I... Wait, you're saying you want that? I'm not just saying what, like, what if that happened? What, that know? would be... That would be my luck. That right That'd be now? my luck to not oh, be able to see it. I see. What yeah. if that happened right now? I have a secret for you all. <laughs> Elena, come out of the corner. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey guys, Elena here. <laughs> Just had some blood blood pudding. You'll have to Our second me. guest of the evening. Come on out, Elena the Ghost. Welcome to the podcast. So I've been munching on this blood pudding for the last hundred years. I was choking Boy, on my it. cheeks tired. <laughs> anyway. Choking on like a big old dick. Choking on a big old dick. Laura, what have you been up to? Oh, myself. Uh, let's see. I just got back from L.A. a couple days ago, and that was fun. I was there for like a week visiting my family and performing. I performed at my friend's birthday party, my friend Liberty Larson, who is a magician. And um, she's actually the daughter of the people who, those of you who have ever heard of the Magic Castle in Los Angeles. It's kind of like a fun landmark to check out if you know. She's a daughter or like? Gr- she, she's the daughter, the granddaughter of the founders of the Magic Castle. That's so cool. And like mm-hmm. her house is crazy. It's like a magic vault. I want it. That's it's so cool. awesome. And like inside the house is a, this amazing like theater with a, like a full on stage that was built into the house. Oh, not like a movie theater, but like no, a performing. Like, like a performance theater. So they could do magic. It, yeah. It was actually a magic store at one point. Whoa. And then they had this like the magic shop is what is now being used as like the light control room and the sound booth kind of thing. Huh. But the stage was used for like demonstrating magic tricks and stuff. Cool. But it just looks amazing. It's like this gorgeous 19, I don't know, like 1910s or 20s style sort of, I don't know, kind of like just stage. <laughs> no, but that was just really magical and I enjoyed it. I performed. People liked it. <laughs> like what including kind? Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin. Yeah, he said. You were really good. <laughs> Is that how he said it? Yeah, kind of. And I was did you, like, did you, hey. you, know, did you shake his like, hand? He was more like, I did, kind of. Hey, you well, were really good. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that, yeah. But I didn't actually acknowledge that he was who he was. Hey, Laura, I really liked your mood on guitar. <laughs> he didn't say Laura. He was just like, you were really good. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, excuse me. <laughs> he like started talking did to you know it else. was him like the I second did. he walked up? Kind of, so yeah. Kind of. It's kind of cool because I saw him there and then like after I saw his live body in the venue, in the, his live in the body? house, live well, like after I saw him in the flesh, oh, okay, I okay. went into a different room and there was a doll of Pee Wee Herman in there. Oh, weird. Like, in this like magic vault room that had all this like fun stuff, like, par- like paraphernalia like, kind of stuff. I used to oh. have a, I used to have a Pee Wee Herman doll and yeah. I would, I would pull that, I'd pull You'd that. you pull cord. that dick all I'd, the time. Pull what, what happens when you pull it? You pull the cord and he'll go like, hi, my name's Pee Wee Herman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he had, he, he had like a couple other he had a couple other phrases. Uh, there was a oh he goes hey what's that made you look <laughs> and there was like a few phrases. Like, hey I, I, what's that that's my dick made you look. That's <laughs> 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 not at all what he said. <laughs> no, that's that more, is what he said. Okay, that, that's like a witch or something. Yeah. He said it to me at the party. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hey, what's that?" He's Made like, hey, look. what's that? That's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that was a pig in a blanket? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> He's like, you thought that was my cord. <laughs> my cord? Oh, don't pull that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> oh, I see. Anyway, uh, what, what's up with you? 
Anything else to ask me? Oh yeah, my weekend was really fun. Yeah, I, who else have you? Who else you run into? Oh, I did days? the pound cast. Oh, you did? Fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was on the right. pound cast. I don't th- yeah. know if the episodes even Plug come out shit. yet, but it should Plug come out. Shit. Yeah, well, I mean, check that's it out, new, guys. Check out the pound cast whenever that that's coming. Yeah, pound cast. You can find it on all the podcast services of which you're probably listening to right now. Yeah, Poundcast. Check her out. DJ Doug Pound. Do it. And Brent Weinbach or Weinbach is a special guest. Yeah, what's up? Uh, that was fun. What's up? What's up with you, Nike? Naka laka hi. You know, I just moved today, as oh, you yeah. both well know. You moved I'm mountains here. with your voice. I moved mountains with my voice. It's you true. You moved mountains far as the dick is long. <laughs> as, as far as the dick is long, I moved. Uh, I hired a moving company, and let me tell you Were what, they hunky or what? They were not hunky, <laughs> but they were funky oh they they came in and they, they were just, playing slap bass yeah, they, they came in with a slap bass they woke me up at 10 a.m they're like time to move i'm like look i boxed it all up for you we're ready to go you guys they're are like, so bum, funky bum, bum, why do you want us to move <laughs> what should we put in first <laughs> they just started taking shit out of my room and i was like this is so funky <laughs> and then an hour later i kid you not they packed up my whole motherfucking room in one an hour wow i was like what the fuck professional is this shit and uh and then in a matter of one more hour i was into my new place wow now when you say packed up you were already boxed i mean i had boxed okay but they moved moved <laughs> the box they moved me in a funky manner they funkily moved it yeah, they moved me they 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 took my body and they moved it and they moved and now you. i they moved you to tears they moved me yeah, wait so moved, why were they funky their funkiness though? really moved me actually but what why were they funky though no, they weren't really oh. hunky. They just, just kind of came out. Something to rhyme oh, with. Oh, to rhyme with hunky. Oh, hunky, okay. But they weren't hunky. Wait, so are you saying they they weren't attractive or they weren't beefy? Look, I you mean, they weren't I attractive. I think that might be kind of mean to these guys. What if they're listening yeah, no, and they're I like, know. you don't think we're it. hunky? Well, I didn't say that. I didn't say the moving <laughs> company. You think we're funky but not hunky? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? I just put this guy's stuff for two hours and he doesn't even think we're hunky? One hour, right? (laughs) It was a solid two and a half hours total. (laughs) Oh, okay. For me to be in one house. The guys at home right now going, all I ever wanted was to be a hunk. (laughs) And look at me. I'm just a fucking moving guy. I'm just a funk. I'm just a a funky guy. I funked up. (laughs) I done funked up this weekend. I just wanted to be a hunk. He's playing a slow jam. I'm just a funk. (laughs) On bass. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's like Seinfeld. No, but how much was it? How much was it? How much it was for these hunks? Two hundo. How many wow, people? Two hundred dollars to two. get two hunks in your okay. Two hundred for two. So they made fifty bucks. Yeah, I guess each. So. Yeah. They, what? An what? hour, right? Yeah, fifty dollars yeah. an hour. Yeah, right? fifteen hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My math yeah. is bad, but yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's not bad, huh? <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah, right. It is. Bad. <laughs> He's like, right, yeah, spot on, spot on. It's correct. Anyways, I'm telling you, what this, this, they were, they were good. They did it. They did the job. That sounds amazing. I was sitting there. I was like, I would like my bed over there, and I would like my dresser over there, please. Do you think it would be a good idea for them to start a business called? hunky moving <laughs> oh yeah oh that's not even a joke that's it, like a wait, thing what if they call it hunky funky movers look laura <laughs> funky, i'm not funky kidding hunks. i yeah, funky hunks. i would hire funky hunk moving company yeah i would have paid 50 <laughs> i would have paid 50 to 100 dollars more for the men to show up shirtless those men or oh, no no men. like like a company that specifically yeah. like you, you get to would? pick the men like you get to pick the men so like the tinder of moving companies Wait, this like is just a real to have thing, though actually oh is it no, well there is like a topless maid service well that's what i'm saying but i want there to be a topless men male mover service. topless male topless mover <laughs> service that's what i want well i would be I willing to have paid just, 50 to 100 dollars i think you should maybe start this business and call it Funky well, I myself smooth. am not. I myself am not much of a hunk. I myself have used a spray. So I would need to hire some hunks. But I no, I know. But I think it's idea. like I think that we actually have an idea here that we should maybe. So start. would the hunks have their junk out? No, 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 no. Like, no, they just that's they, too far, they take that's your too junk far. out. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what they do. <laughs> they take funky your hunks. <laughs> and yeah, like the caption should be "Funky Hunks Moving Service." We take your junk out. <laughs> funky hunks move junk. <laughs> That's really funky, good. Fu- we funky, move your junk. Funky, funky junk. Funky hunks move junk. That should be it. That's what and then the guy answers the phone. He's like, "Hi, this is Funky Junk." Wait. No, sexier than that. Funky like, hunks. He's like, "Funky now. hunks." Funky how can hunks. I funky hunks. How can I help you? You want us to move that junk? Hey, how uh, big is your junk? Welcome. Okay, we got it. 
We're going to take that junk out. <laughs> we're going to put it out and then in. So we're going to need you to move your in. junk just to the side of the bed, and then we're going to pick it up, and we'll get there by 2 p.m. We're going to put it in. We're going to pull it out. 2 o'clock, good. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't a hunk. What is your What if they had like oh, really no. high voices? Still got good. All right, so um, <laughs> they had like really good bodies. Hi, but they this is the kind of like this. Hi, oh, this I would love that. Because you would pick them out like from the website, you know? I'd be right. like, oh, I want, I want, I want Jeremy. I want Todd and yeah, I want yeah. TJ, you know? Yeah. Hi, this is this is, this is Spunk of Funky Junk. So where do you want it? <laughs> Hi, my name is Spunk. I work for Funky Hunk Junk. Hunky Funk to move your junk. How can I help you? Now, if it's really cold, would they have to put their shirts would, like could no you... off off? Okay, all so you put time. You... Wait, yeah. but what that's if it's what really cold? For. That's what I pay. Yeah, what if for, it's really Laura? cold? No, I don't care. That's what they. That's what they get paid to do. That's Can they at least wear some bucks. garland? Can they what? wear like no? A they're piece not of naked. Christmas garland around their naked. nipples. <laughs> I I I just think that I know they're... they're not naked, but shirtless is enough to be like pretty cold. You know. Now the the topless wait the topless maids. Do they have like bad boobs? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you should hire them and find out. Because that's a funny, I, like a funny concept to me. Like, like if they don't have good boobs. They have really bad boobs. <laughs> like they get to the they get to the door of the person who hired them and they like squeeze their nipple and moldy cheese whiz comes oh, out. Oh my god! <laughs> Not infected. Infected. That's kinda... so much further than I would have thought for bad. I'm just thinking like kind of like hairy. You know, yeah. like it's like. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking like. I was more saggier. like I was pulling from a your mama joke, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. It's a your mama's so nasty. If you squeeze your nipples, moldy cheese <laughs> comes out. That's so gross. That it is gross, up. isn't it? I loved it when I first heard mm-hmm. it. Anyways, I think we should uh, scoot on over to this main topic. Man, here. I do think we should start this thing though with this funky hunks thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. I would have really hired, good business idea. Yeah. I would have hired. Kind of not a bad look. And if anyone knows of any, please. It's send like, my would you honestly? You honestly would have hired that. Depending on how much more it was. <laughs> look, I probably wouldn't realistically. Why but not? the idea to... Well, look, if it was like... If, if it, it was, was like 50 more, if yeah. it was 50 if it more, was I think good, I would do it. You would? I think I would do it, yeah. That's worth it. Just for fun, you know? For them. Just for fun. No, but that's interesting. And for me. For fun for me. What are you talking about? It's no, not fun for them. No, I know. I'm just saying like I think they would do it. But it would be functional too. No, I mean, it's not fun- just to look at them. Fun- <laughs> yeah, it, would, yeah. it would be functional. It would be functional. Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on though. It's interesting because you would have done it for fun, but they would be getting an extra $25 each. Yeah. That's just to have like, their shirt off. I mean, but yeah. they also need to be kind of hunky, and I think that you should be able to pick them from wait, the website. Sure. Wait, so you wouldn't be down if they weren't hunky? Well, no, I want to be what able if to they pick were them b- from the website. Butter faces or butt but him faces. <laughs> um, no, uh, if I'm picking them from the website, then I know what their face looks like, you know. But what I what if but what if they had not, a bad they, body? What if they did not no, they look like shirtless. their picture? Oh well, my they god, be shirtless on the website is what I'm saying. Guys, this is related to this, oh, but fun. there's this show. So when I was in Scotland, I saw this show called I think it was called Natural Attraction. Have you heard about the show on mm-hmm. the B- on, uh, Channel Four? No. no. It's a sh- we we just turned the TV on to see what's not, what's happening uh-huh. on on TV here. Mm-hmm. Six dudes butts. Oh my god. It's like a, it's like it just like on screen. Mm-hmm. We're like, what is this? It's like a, it's like a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's like a like a game show where you basically mm-hmm. pick somebody based on their body parts. Mm-hmm. And so it just oh, goes. So you see a face and a butt. You see butts. You don't see faces last. You see oh. butts. Then you see junk. It's just like six dongs. And you're supposed to match the dong no, to the butt. There's no, no. You want to date this person is like the whole yeah. end of the line. So like you see their legs, then their butts, then their junk, and then their torso, and then the faces last. Uh-huh. And you eliminate people. You're like, oh, that junk doesn't look good to me. So this is like an actual you come show. down to one person by the end, and then you get to see the face after you. And then them. they go on a date. And you yeah. see their penis. You see their all their whole naked body. Oh it was my god! So funny. When that we're done with this, I want to show you a video. I've t- I we took a video that. of this. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to watch that. Yeah. yeah, it's called Natural Attraction. I think that's the name of the show. Yeah. Look, I would watch that shit. Yeah, it's on you would. Channel Four. <laughs> I would. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry to divert. The no, it's all good. It's all good. Wow. That's what it's all about. Um, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about this film because I have been dying to talk about this film. Oh, okay. So okay, remind me how spoilery we can get because right. we can't talk about it. Well, really, without, without spoiling. spoiling. Well, so, what we'll do to begin with for the audience is uh, we're just going to top level talk about if we liked it or not and if we'd recommend it as a movie. Okay. Uh, without giving away any specifics. And you could still, like, say even, like, the techniques that you like or whatever. 
but yeah, um, no spoilers. Uh, and then at a certain point, we'll make it clear that we're getting into spoiler territory. <clears throat> but um, again, let me just remind people that uh, this is written and directed by Darren Aronofsky. Um, he has done many other films that I already mentioned. Uh, just came out, and one just like thing that's going on about this film is it is uh, completely dividing people. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I can see that many people are yeah. adamantly hating this film and adamantly loving this film. Really, and uh, it got um, it is the the twelfth movie ever to receive um, an F. Uh, cinema score. Whoa! Um, it got an F. An it got F. An, it got an F from Cinema Score, which just it's based on people coming out of the theater or whatever. Oh, um, wow. so, what do you mean, like just rando like public people? Yeah, like it's not reviewers. They... Revu- the reviews are are mostly positive. That's but... so funny. That okay, that's interesting. That actually really ties into the movie in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I. But, but anyways. And another thing that I will say is this is actually the second time that I saw this movie. What? Oh, really? Anton totally called it. I like, thought you like, did I because of Dominic... what you put on Facebook. You were defending the movie on Facebook. Oh and God. I was like, he must have seen it to Anton defend it. Like, I, I think Dominic already saw it. I was like, no, I don't think so. He was like, well, I'm just guessing. I was like, oh, I think you're wrong. Oh, I would actually well, I go I would go see it again because I know my girlfriend wants to see it. So I think yeah. I would go see it. Oh well, my God. I just kind of ruined sneak. my response. I'm a little Sorry. sneaky pants. I'm a sneaky Oh my God. And I totally saved myself for, what was it? What are you talking about? A week. No, what was the thing that you made me not watch uh, until... Well, no. Oh no, it was the last episode of Game of Thrones, which I didn't save myself for. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> did not save yourself. So it's more even. <laughs> I suppose we are. And also, I don't care though. It's fine. And also, it's not like I have talked with you about it before this. That's true. And so I am just dying. Oh, but I didn't talk with you about the last episode of Game of Thrones till the night of... Now, have you been going online... And like reading well, these reviews. No, like, I have not because okay. I I personally have some um, some ideas of what I think it's about, mm-hmm. and I unfortunately have just seen headlines that uh, I'll get to later. Okay, because uh, it would be spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, like. I've also a couple people messaged me with like, oh, did you hear that he said that? And I was like, no, uh, man, I don't. Okay. I kind of don't even want to know that, you yeah, know, like because yeah. I have my own theories of what I think this all is about. Yeah. Um. But anyways, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, why don't we start with you, Nick? Uh, what did you think of Mother? I'm gonna say overall, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie, mm-hmm. like because of the way it's mm-hmm. cut and uh, the way the story goes. Um. I have lots of thoughts about it, but I'm going to say overall, yeah, I would, I would actually go see it again, mm-hmm. um, which I probably will end up doing. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Cool. That's my answer. <clears throat> what about you, Laura? I, I myself <laughs> have used a sprite. No, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought the mise-en-scene was beautiful mm-hmm. and um, just, yeah, the art direction and, um, and uh, I actually didn't feel on the edge of my seat the entire time, really? which was good because if it would have been like that for me, I would not have liked it as much. I was so stressed out the See, whole. Yeah, that's actually shocking to me. How no, I was like, I felt like strangely more relaxed, like and able to <laughs> so absorb weird. this what? movie, like for what it was, because I didn't feel like there was something that was gonna like jump out at me at every corner. Oh. Like oh, I think okay. that maybe it could have felt like that in the beginning, but then I started to kind of pick up. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't. I didn't really feel like, like a, it. Okay. I, I didn't. That's, sorry, I was just gonna, sorry to interrupt, but I, I didn't feel like I was on the edge of my seat because, like, in a horror, like a, spooky like a way, horror yeah, way, yeah. just because of how, like what was happening. It was just it's so like. Intense. No, yeah. it is intense, but I guess I just didn't feel like stressed out watching it. I was more just engaged mm-hmm. in wanting to know more. You know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah. and that was good for me because I'm over trying to be like stressed out. Sure. <laughs> in a movie, you know what I mean? Like that's why I'm not as into horror films these days, but. A movie like this, I can get into because there's a lot of like kind of blurring of lines with regard to genre, I think, for this film. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I liked it. Uh, well, just to clarify, did you guys not like anything that isn't spoilery? I mean, well, there, kind of. There, yeah. But it's but not, not spoilery. I can't, yeah, I can't <laughs> okay, okay, no be, problem, yeah. no problem. All right, we'll get into it later then. Uh, for my non-spoilery things that I'll say, yeah. I think that this is a masterpiece. And this is by far my favorite film of the year. And I think it's basically flawless in my eyes. Mm. I, I was completely floored when I saw this the first time. Sure. 
Um, and <clears throat> now the second time, I was so excited to actually watch this again <laughs> because um, there is just so much in there to kind it of is so think much. about. Yeah. Um, and to watch it again was such a fun ride because I could like think about it and. It, I could come at it from a different angle and just see if that works, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, would the puzzles or would the pieces fit if I think about it like this starting from the beginning, you right. know? And so I was able to kind of like sit back from the actual uh, main plot and just be like top level. How does this play? You know, like, yeah. um, cause there is just many things I think you could think about this movie um, in a non kind of literal sense of the plot. I wanted to have a notebook to, I know, write, right? to yeah. write stuff because I had a lot of thoughts as I was watching totally, it, like yeah. as things that were happening. I was like, oh, absolutely. Um, and I think I just I I love that there's no score necessarily, um, and that it's just like diegetic sounds that are kind of manipulated in this mm-hmm. weird way. Yeah, the sound design was really oh really killer. incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, the, like you know, a glass she'll like pick up a glass or something and and it'll ring out and like yeah. Bing! Yeah. like all these like crazy weird things but it all feels like it's rooted within the house you know yeah. like all the sounds just feel like uh either literally from the house or in a more grander scale or from this world that they're living in um hmm. yeah i mean i thought that the acting was phenomenal yeah uh, i think the kind of like the four main players really just each of them are just incredible and i'll say especially michelle pfeiffer, pfeiffer. Oh, my oh my god she's yeah. so darkly yeah. funny yeah. in this like she was really great oh my god she's so captive and she, all these little ticks that she's doing like yeah. she has this character down yeah but yeah i thought that the acting's incredible i think the cinematography is incredible i basically have nothing bad to say about this yeah. movie i was like really floored when i saw it and it actually like deeply moved me too and um even until up until now seeing it again i saw it a week ago mm-hmm. i've been thinking about this movie every day like before i go to bed <laughs> i think about this movie uh mm. all the time i'm like thinking about this movie and just yeah i mean i just uh in a way i'm i'm like a little bummed that you guys didn't have an extreme opposite reaction because i was like really kind of excited oh. to like yeah. get into it. like because i'm actually I, i'm kind of a little bit bewildered as to why people adamantly hate i this think film. i mean knowing what you said about the f thing uh-huh. i think they framed the trailer yeah a certain way as like a and going into straight ahead horror. straight like a straight ahead horror movie mm-hmm. like rose like a rosemary's baby kind oh. of thing mm-hmm. and that's not at all what it is and i think people right. have expectations that get like yeah as well, a it's movie like not a go... mainstream piece it's like an yeah. art piece yeah right yeah. full okay. on and yeah. like it's just so ironic that not even ironic but it just makes so it really plays into the themes that this movie meta. is do- dealing meta. with that yeah. that would happen. And like, <laughs> it almost like compliments the movie in a way Sure. for that to happen. And maybe that's you know what? part actually- of the press campaign. Honestly. <laughs> maybe they did that on purpose. No, maybe uh, they actually like. Maybe this is the actual movie and there's like a, a this is just. A- <laughs> no, but it makes me almost think that like somehow the producers or something decided like, oh, let's like get a bunch of people to give it an F and like, we'll talk about that. No, well, I, I don't know if that was intentional, but I, I totally agree with you that I think it actually works for the film because I think to have, I think it's almost some of its point is to have you have a deep reaction to it. Sure. And what I will say to anyone who's listening who would be dismayed by seeing that F, like if you feel like this is your kind of movie, you should really go see it for yourself and don't let reviews. Or Even just, my review sway you like you should. I really just think people should see this movie. Or if you just like Darren Aronofsky, go yeah. see yeah. it because oh, it's yeah. very much in his voice. In his it's very yeah. in his like it's very his in voice line with his previous film. So if you've liked his, other can we talk movie. about spoilers? Yeah. Now? So I think that's all we're gonna say. Um, if you've not seen Mother, you should definitely go see it. Uh, mother exclamation give, point! <laughs> yeah, mother right. exclamation mother. point! Mother, 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 mother. I mean, anyways, uh, right off the bat. Um, like, anyway, so we're yeah. gonna be talking about spoilers. Yeah. Channel podcast. If you care about that, go ahead. Okay. I mean, talk just talking about genre and how you were talking about that. It it's blended. like multi-genre. Yeah. Like when I was watching, I was like, oh, that's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is a comedy mm-hmm. in some ways. Yeah. Well, totally. it's like dark. It's like a dark, mm-hmm. co- yeah, like a yeah. dark comedy. Uh, and just from the second that you see mother, yeah. and then that exclamation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, that's a, that was really unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. I just wanted to say that quickly. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, oh yeah. Cool. Well, okay. Um, I, I just feel like I don't understand what everything is in any literal sense necessarily, but I do think that overall, what I walked away from this movie with was like themes of 
well, creation mm-hmm, sure. and then destruction of creation yes. and kind of like the the ways in which the world can tear apart a piece of work after it's been put out into the world by the thing that created it. Mm. And like the desire to receive praise for this thing, which is no longer even yours. Mm. And that, that thing being the thing that keeps you putting out more, like it's kind of like this addictive drive by the creator to create something and then give birth to it and go through this horrible process of creation and almost being willing to sacrifice anything mm-hmm. just to get to that point of creation. Well, actually, like, not what, even to the point of creation, but to get to the point of admiration after right, creation. Right. Yeah, that, that, and it's all about addiction. And I think that Darren Aronofsky is like very much interested in addiction and oh, sure. yeah. obsession. The, like, yeah. The like insane levels that addiction can bring people to and right. kind of like the, just the madness and kind of excessiveness of... Mm-hmm. just addiction basically and then this movie once again is about addiction to like kind of basically receiving praise i sure. think and sure. like really yeah but the mother being the creator and like kind of like she's like this muse and and, and then you feel jennifer's like... jennifer uh what jennifer lawrence is yeah. she's like this goddess-like figure and i mean she was just very engaging to watch i think on screen as a character totally, just because yeah. she's like really the pretty very first scene yeah. yeah yeah and also like i love just the style of the house and and oh, her yeah. aesthetic and mm-hmm. it really was my kind of look you know i like that kind of aesthetic basically farmhouse yeah. kind so of what stuff. Did, what was the guy uh harvier bardem's uh character who was he for your he, interpretation of it so he is the person who he well, gives the, he <clears throat> gives the creation to- no i think that he is like the quote creator where she is the creator like mm-hmm. she's kind of like the godlike figure who's like the inspiration mm-hmm. that the creator pulls from mm-hmm. and essentially like takes from and takes credit for Mm-hmm. So it's like there's the artist, and then there's there's the I think it's so he's it's more dealing the with these ideas of like what is art and what is uh, what does it mean to like who is the writer. So in this like this is a theor- this is something that has been discussed by literary theorists for centuries. You know like who the true artist is, mm-hmm. who the true writer mm-hmm. is, and mm-hmm. is it the writer himself? Is it divinely channeled through this person, and is it God being the writer, or is it the reader who's writing? reading the reading the text and interpreting it for themselves which one is the writer and i think this movie is kind of tackling that question and he in this sense i think represents the artist who is kind of channeling the divine inspiration from the woman or whatever it is that she's getting her inspiration from she's like the pure thing Mm -hmm. he is the tainted thing and then the people are the reader who just rip it to shreds Mm-hmm. And I don't really understand quite what what Michelle Pfeiffer and her family's like place in this movie represents exactly, mm-hmm. but it's something like well, it's the beginnings of like an invasion, right? Into... It's like kind of like they maybe they represent the foreshadowing of what's to come and right. kind of like like they're the first maybe like the first uh, ones who brought it to everybody else maybe. What she because like Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence doesn't like this whole thing from the beginning. Right. She doesn't like oh, the yeah. attention. She doesn't like the sense that their sacred private space is being invaded by these strangers right she she they she loves his creative his she fully respects him as a creator right Mm -hmm. and she like she also recreated the house yes she recreated the house and she wants to like give to this person who's essentially going to channel right her creative energy through his pen right but like and she's kind of like sacrificing everything to do that but she's not actually inspiring him at all because he's not writing Right, so that's interesting. So it's not until it's not until well, other people come in, right, that they're a catalyst for things to start for his his brain to start. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick, I don't inspiration know. To start. Yeah. I, got a, I got a question for you, Nick. Uh, yeah. Was <laughs> your in, um, what was your take on this, or or is it pretty similar to what um, Laura's is? The thing is, there's so right. much to unpack with it. I agree with a lot of the things you were saying, but mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. I didn't even think of like the religious thing until I saw the credits. Mm-hmm. What religious thing? Like there, like you know, uh, like creation, like kind of how you were describing, like, oh, like the divine yeah. channeling of. Whatever. Well, because like call it, calling him but... him was In really credits, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him? Capital. Cap- oh, capital. In the yeah. Oh, in the credits. Wow. I mean, everybody. He's the only capital letter. Oh, it's so it's him. kind yeah. of like there's this like power dynamic between the sexes, I guess, that's being 
obviously studied or examined. I guess so, yeah. There's like, I guess there's the masculine and feminine like duality going on in this movie. And I I also kind of took, I mean, as a person who create, who is an artist or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and is in a relationship, I think about those things a lot. Uh, You know, so there were things that I I was watching. I was like, oh, am I? Yes, uh uh-huh. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Am I this guy? <laughs> oh, like Javier Bardem's character? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was actually like, is he doing maybe a, th- a thing about his own personal uh-huh. life? Like in relationships and like, like, so. Wait, hold <laughs> on. So what? Dominic is dancing right now. <laughs> what do you mean exactly? Um, So I always, I always really struggle with uh, putting the attention, like, Devoting attention to my relationship and then also my own, uh, whatever, creative space. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been in relationships in the past where I, I think the person I dated reali- like realizes that I love what I do more than I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... But then I also... Wait, the person you dated realizes that you love what you do more yes. than you love them. Yes. Okay. And it's like a... It's this... This like... Dyna- this like... The duality. Yeah, okay. I guess. And like they... Or they feel like they struggle to... Um, to... To get the attention that I am giving to that right. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like at the end when, when he says... I've also been in relationships too where... You know, when he says you love... Uh, she says, "You love me." No, wait. You love you. Don't me. Love, you don't love, love me. But how you much love... I love you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" I've that been... is such a key line. Yeah. Yeah. I've also been in that mm-hmm. space too before. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's exactly that was that ties into what I'm trying to say is like that he loves the love that he receives from the creation that he puts out into the world. Right. right. He doesn't even love the creation. He doesn't love like the artwork or even like supposedly the inspiration i get or like the thing that was sacred he loves like the after like kind of just attention yeah loves being loved love being loved yeah well i, I want to chime in with i with, think that's what I everybody there's, loves there's more to what i was trying to say i just don't know how to express it mm-hmm. properly but if you want to yeah, yeah well my the first time i saw this film um you know i, I really didn't know anything about it like right. as far as other, uh, other people have told me their interpretations and i find it endlessly fascinating how people who see this film they see i think my ultimate theory about this film is a lot it, a lot of it seems to be a reflection of the person who watches this movie mm-hmm. and it's so interesting nick because that was also a fairly similar to how i saw this film which mm. was uh because this has been something that i've been thinking about a lot in my own personal life sure is um devotion to art and how that can affect those around you mm-hmm. um sometimes negatively sure yeah um and you know that's just something that's already been on my mind a lot and i think that i sort of like inserted that thing that has kind of been like stirring like am i am i like nourishing these other relationships in my life that aren't fulfilling me creatively because i focus so much on creative work and and this this guy in this movie it makes him look like a selfish monster yes and yeah. and, and i actually i i kind of think that in in many ways actually i think art is selfish yeah and and i think mm-hmm. it can be a narcissistic thing yeah um or you could certainly take it there you know right. um and it just got me thinking so much about like uh yeah how relationships Sacrifices, play into that and and i yeah. agree with you i've been i've also been in relationships where i've been with somebody who you know, there was just like uncomfortable decisions between (laughs) my relationship and my art. And and I think this film has a lot to say uh, as far as just how relationships are affected by art. And clearly, you know, this uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, mother, um, she just is giving, giving, giving giving, love, love, love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And then, so that's totally where my, my mind was at when I first saw this movie. And it just like really kind of put me in a, in a place. And, um, then I kind of was curious, like, what's Darren Aronofsky's uh, stake in this? And sure. so I kind of, like, was looking up stuff about him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I read that, um, you know, he was in a... He was married, and they had a baby boy, mm-hmm. uh, and they eventually divorced. And I and one thing that also stuck out to me um, that other friends haven't told me uh, that they 
noticed or whatever is when he gives her the um his story or his poem or whatever mm-hmm. he's yeah. written he had um, already given it to the agent no 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 oh. uh he gives it to her the thing that she says is it's perfect yeah. and that is the final line of black swan like when uh, she's completed her her like thing yeah you know she she's like lying there on the ground and she's like it's perfect right and that's it you know like because she was striving for perfection that whole movie yeah if you've seen black swan yeah sorry if there's spo- it's not really a spoiler no um but anyways um then like my theory was that maybe this is about him writing black swan and like him focusing so much like putting everything he has into this movie Mm -hmm. and like neglecting his own wife potentially Mm -hmm. and uh i'm not sure if they had their baby boy at that point but like you know he's Mm. with his fans you know and maybe she was the inspiration in some ways for this great piece that he made that like he got so much adoration black swan i think at least was nominated for awards i've don't really know all the details on what it won, mm-hmm. but it was certainly highly regarded. It was a, you know, well received film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they broke up afterwards, and I just uh, wonder. Uh, when I read that, I was like, oh shit, maybe this is like, like more personal. Maybe it's yeah. a personal thing. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then one more thing, I'll bring. I, I could talk a really long time about this. Sure. But one more thing, I wanted to just throw into this that no one has mentioned yet, and a couple of my other friends have told me, is mm-hmm. there is like apparently many biblical references right. uh, in this film as to um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, potentially she could represent um, Mother M- Mother Earth, like Mother... Like huh. the, the divine na- nature. force. Yeah. Um, oh, and okay. he... But she keeps taking new forms. Right, because then so at the, the, the end of the movie... the beginning of the movie, she's a different woman. Maybe she is? She what? is. It wasn't... If you look at the beginning of the movie... Oh, the face was the different? The face was different. Oh, are you sure? A hundred percent. How do you know? Because I was like, well, that's not Jennifer Lawrence. Maybe it's his... Mo- I hadn't seen the movie, so I, I was like, maybe it's tell. his mom or something, and like she huh. burned... But you couldn't and... tell the face. It was so close up. It How doesn't... It didn't look no, like her. No, you know what? That's actually... Uh, the only time I noticed that was at the end, but well, I thought I was just tripping. Like... No, I think... I don't no, think that's... No, the last... So in the, the bed in, at the end is a new woman. Yeah. It's like a different. Person. Yeah, it's a new woman. At you the didn't end. realize that. No, so what I took oh it, I just thought I was tripping. I was like, oh, maybe. What I took from no. that was that that's his new relationship right, that he's no. going to ruin. No, because yeah, oh, that man, heart. Well, no, that he will. And that then, that golden thing or whatever is like the her heart or whatever. Yeah, her love. And oh, so yeah, her the love. one before her broke. Yeah. He shat. It was like shattered by the guests, by the strangers, right? Uh-huh. And so then he took hers, and then oh. that then the next person. It's like he's replacing it. Well, and he said it took house. him a long time to make that. Remember? Right. right. Yeah. So it was like he kind of knew what he was doing. I thought the house represented her love actually for him. You know, because she keeps like hearing, she keeps like putting her hand and she's like seeing the heart of the house within the walls. Oh. And to right. me, the house represents the love that is slowly being destroyed by his neglect. Like him neglecting her slowly begins to destroy this house. And another, this just brings in another thing. What I, what I really loved about this movie too was it really played on this anxiety that um, I think a lot of people have of just like when you just make something nice and you just want right. it to like feel <clears throat> right and good and you want it to be like presented in the right way. Yeah. And then someone just comes in like doesn't have that same care for it. Exactly. And it, they just fuck it up. Right. And there's and her character just. Uh, so naturally is this like person who just like wants to have make something nice for somebody else and these presents can never truly get to him you know and I just found it so interesting like and it's it really just played on my own like personal anxieties of that Mm. kind of shit where I just really like things to like I want if I make something for somebody I want to really feel right sure well also i think when you're an artist and you create something that you have an exact vision for and you know exactly how it's supposed to be seen and then these strangers come along and they like they make you compromise or they make you change it or they do something that that, that, like just totally like defaces it from what you know that it's supposed to be like yeah and that's like a heartbreaking thing as an artist too i think and that this movie really I think touched on that a lot for me at least. Like, so was that thing in the toilet bowl? It looked like a heart. It was. Her I heart. thought it was yeah, like a fetus or something. Well, well or, or a heart. The first time I was very yeah, confused as to what it was, but the second time I was like, okay, that is her heart. Yeah. Because well, I just remember it those, being like that a bloody, bloody tissue. Then. Oh, I thought that was just like Michelle Pfeiffer's character just being. No, I thought that was. Uh, you talk about the multiple bloody tissues. Yeah, that, that she threw in the foil in the toilet. That was from the cough. That was from Ed Harris's. Oh, Ed Harris's coffin. Oh, but I still, I want to loop back to this religious thing because there's a couple more oh, yeah. things about that theory. 
So uh, people think that Javier Bardem's character is God and that he's letting in the first Adam and Eve. He's letting in Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, what's his face? Uh, Ed Harris. Oh, yeah. Ed Harris' character. Oh, why is they, she... they represent like Adam and Eve and they're the first people on Earth. Like okay. the house is Earth. She's Mother Nature and he is God. Oh, interesting. And they begin bring, bringing people in and these people who don't have respect for Earth, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they kind of... With this theory, it's more of like about how we're destroying the earth mm-hmm. and that we're not taking care of it by being here and like respecting <clears throat> its its environment. Like we're just coming and we're just like, let's just take what we need. Like, oh, this looks good. You know, like, right. and there's many scenes that do allude to this and like, you know, there's sort of wars in a way towards the end of the film. Yeah. And then there's like, like an annoying under. dance party that's happening that's right. like really loud. Yeah, all these just like electronic re- inconsiderate. Yeah, yeah, very inconsiderate things, but like, <laughs> many things that could represent like what we do that that has no respect for where we actually are, like as a people, you know. Um, Wait, what about then? Okay, what and about apparently the there's stuff a taking is... out of the rib. Apparently, that's a thing. In the uh, I don't look. Like, who got a rib taken out? I don't know many. Uh, oh, Ed Harris's character. Why was his back all like? Oh. So apparently, there's like some some in the Bible about a like I don't know my my biblical uh, yeah, yeah references here, so I'm gonna sound very dumb. But apparently, there's something in the Bible about like removing a rib, and uh, so God right, right. removes Adam's rib to make a new. Wait, what oh, does he is do? That, that? Is that what he does? No, he does. I don't know what he does. I don't know what he does with <laughs> the Bible, but in the movie that happens, and he's like, you know, vomiting or whatever. Uh, I thought that was like maybe a cancer. Like radiation, well, it could be true. or something. Yeah, honestly, it could be many things. I mean, yeah, but this. Is I mean, just is this movie people... supposed to just be no. read as a symbol, or is there some literal stuff here? Like, I want to know if what. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly all symbolism. I think that we can agree on that, right? It's... She never leaves the house ever. Yeah. Right. She never leaves the house, and it's like, what the hell is okay? Like Michelle Pfeiffer and. And Harris's character, I mean, there's just so much to be questioned there. It's like, why were they these kind of all-knowing, weird, like, creepy people who, mm-hmm. like, have sex and then they, like, right. trash the house and they have no respect for her? Well, to take it from that Mother Nature uh, theory, I think it would, that is... But is this movie just to be seen as a Mother Nature call or what? I mean, I feel like there's well, so many different thing. like, things. At what point in this movie did you guys start to not take it literally? Well, it's uh, weird because it's, is it all, or, it's or not, did you it's not from the beginning dream. not take it literally? It's not like it's a dream. It's like this, but in the world of the movie, this all happened. I would say right? halfway, right? Like, uh, but was there like a scene where you're sort of like, oh, okay, this is, this is not real. <laughs> well, it is real in the world of the movie. No, I, know, I think there's Laura, a point I'm where the movie like, feels like it almost jumps the shark. Right. Not, but it doesn't actually jump the shark, but like, it feels like, oh man, this is, reality is not mm-hmm. a thing i think it was the funeral like the little funeral mm-hmm. situation yeah. i think felt like hyper reality or like something it, like oh it was... yeah where the people came in yeah there's right. like more and more people mm-hmm. and like right. i i was thinking mm-hmm. maybe she maybe the thing is like she's kind of crazy yeah and we're seeing that perspective and what mm-hmm. seems to us like oh my god i can't believe these people are being so crazy maybe they're not being crazy yes and i totally she agree is. yeah mm. yeah uh, that was t- exactly how I saw it. Yeah, yeah. but was then that? all this other stuff started happening, yeah. and I was like, "Okay, th- this is more than her. Yeah. It's like yeah. the the movie itself is a character or something." What 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 about the part where she's drinking that like elixir thing? Right. What does that mean? Right. Yeah. Is That's that like her like... kind of like to me? That reminds me of like you know when like when you're seeing things that you don't want to see, and you're it's like a drug. It's like right. like basically masking what's there. Right. That's like an artisty thing to do, I think. Like you're making, yeah, you're, it's not actually as perfect as you're trying. Right, but it's also like this gold elixir that's like kind of pretty and magical seeming. But the bottle looked so old. Right, the bottle was it really old. It looked like old. from like the 20s or right, something. Right, right. What was up with that? I don't know. I mean, yeah, what, what did, did, what did you think? Well, there's no Oh, one maybe answer. she like, okay, it was like this bottle that represents her love of like, obviously kind of antiquity and old thing. Like the house itself is like this product of the ages right i mean mm-hmm. it's this old house i don't know so like it so had she's burned drinking down before... from the like the like oh maybe it represents like the house and kind of like this this space that she creates that takes her mind that kind of makes her feel safe you know what i mean it's like this old space that she feels like she's reviving and bringing back to life and mm-hmm. like infusing with something and it's also like a poison for her or it's like a drug for her 
I think it just. So, but what's the pain me, that she she feels a pain though? Right. What's the pain? I just thought that? it was. It made me think she was pregnant. Her heart is hurting. I thought it was her heart. Well, that's probably true. But I I feel like the whole her whole vibe since the beginning of the movie seemed like she was pregnant. She had the vibe of like a pregnant woman from the get go. I thought. And how did she know that she was pregnant? Well, she was like laying there. I mean, I think is that a thing people do? But no, but no. that that was like a sim- that was definitely a symbolic <laughs> part. Like there was obviously some meaning to well, that she saw... moment as to why they would have it be so important that she would know, just know that she was pregnant. You know what I right. mean? I think it's just a bit of magical realism in, in there. That's like, yeah. you know. And, but yeah, to me, how I took her her like holding her chest a lot was that her heart was breaking. You know, like it was. Uh, I thought this movie is about kind of heartbreak and mm. Uh, mm-hmm. and relationships and how art affects relationships. Um, but yeah, I find I, I just I just love this movie so much for how different people um, interpret it and kind of like seemingly at least uh, as far as I can tell from the multiple people I've talked about with this. They're all sort of like inserting the thing that is important to them, mm-hmm. or one of a thing that is important to them in their life, into this, um, and it's just so fascinating to me. Like I really think that this is this is like really a masterpiece. Like for, this to me is what film is all about. Like when a film can provoke thought for days on end, or um, make people talk about something, even if they hate it. Right. Um, that's like the point to me, and I just feel like this is the most successful film I've seen in such a long time for this kind of thing. And it's just, uh, it's just really exciting to me to, to like be talking about this with, with people. Who, There's so many like, little different things. Interpretations. Yeah. 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 Anything else? Um, we are, unfortunately are going fairly long, but I, I, I have plenty more to say, but I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, Unless yeah. there's anything else that you guys still want to get to. Uh, I say, I think just watch it. And I think I'd watch it again. I'd watch it again, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I've seen it twice now, and I, I still want to see it again. Like, yeah. uh, I was kind of this time watching it from the perspective of, like, Did right, you see new things? Thing? Huh? Did you see new things when you... Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, well, for one, the heart, because I was... That was one thing that I had a question about, was, like... The one in the toilet? the fuck was the that toilet? thing in the toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time, I was like, okay, it's her heart. But it was kind of comical. Mm-hmm. It was, too. yeah. It is kind of... There, it is, there is a comic element. Oh, and then one thing I do want to mention. <laughs> okay, one last thing. Um... Well, what did you guys think of the that that fucking baby scene? Oh yeah, towards the end there. That was that was awful. I mean, I what mean, does the ba- the baby represents something? I'm just not sure what the baby represents. That, the baby represents the well. I think the baby represents art or the creation, the thing that's sacred. Okay, maybe not art. It represents it represents the creative spirit. But why would <laughs> why would creation. all of the audience? Why would all the people that were, um a fan of his be like mourning then like how does that relate to real because life because it's dead because basically they took they the, the because audience they ruined his next creation pu- i feel like the public is stupid you know what yeah. i mean like in this movie like and yeah. he sees the public as being a a problem in general sure. you know what i mean and like something to be dealt with but also this addiction there's this addiction to the public and then there's also this hate for the public mm-hmm. and the public like decides kind of they make these choices based on what's given to them and then the result they react to it because of their actions like so they take this art thing this creation that they really want to see they tear it up and they judge it or whatever it is and then it's dead and then they realize that they fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that well i th- uh yeah and, I think and then i really actually feel bad about it <laughs> for me even from like a non-metaphor like michael sense, jackson so from uh just from like a, <laughs> no, an emotional um perspective though like that that scene in particular uh, made me cry the first time. Really? Like when they, when her baby dies, and then she's like, "It's so you hard kill to kill my baby." Like, there's something so intense about that scene. And then even the second time, I like teared up. This time, I find it like so moving. That's to me. interesting because I feel like you can't get emotionally a- attached I to didn't... anything happening once really? that oh, section much starts did. because I it's like none of this is real. Right. Well, see, I mean, it's a that... metaphor. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean. So, like, I wasn't how... mostly attached You're to not... anything but the kid because I just sure. wanted her to have something. Like, but also right. the kid seems real. I mean, it's like it. 
it looks up at her and there are actual sure. it, there's realistic characteristics and features that are yeah. happening yeah. between her and the kid that do make you feel I guess that, kind of attached well that no I mean I, I actually disagree that, I, sure. I, I disagree that, that you wouldn't be emotionally attached to that moment because for me like I thought this whole a lot of the movie was building up to like this baby that she wanted so bad and she finally gets this thing like she's she's refused so many things like left and right she's like okay i guess i'll do right, that right. not being there okay fine i guess he can be with his fans okay fine i guess my house is fucking destroyed but like at least she had this one thing that she had wanted so long is to have a kid and she finally gets this kid and this kid just gets literally ripped to shreds and eaten like right. the most fucked Dude, up thing that you totally could possibly like imagine what the press does to like celebrities yeah. and shit. like okay like michael jackson yes he was like this huge star people fucking loved him they loved everything that he gave to them and then he did something or there was this like this when there was a window of opportunity for like ridicule and people jumped on it mm-hmm. and it became this headlining kind of story like that maybe he was a child molester or whatever and then people fucking hated him and talked all kinds of crap about him and then they did but they still loved the they still love his music. No, but I think people started to hate him who liked him. And they might have still loved his music, but then he died. And now people like feel bad and they like him again. Mm. <laughs> like there was a school that I used to take the bus from every day to my junior high. It was at uh, the bus stop was at an elementary school and their auditorium was called the Michael Jackson Auditorium. Mm. Okay. During the whole scandal thing or like when there was like the potential that he had committed, you know, like right. sexual acts or whatever. Or was indecent or whatever with kids. They covered up his name on the auditorium, on the Michael Jackson auditorium. Mm-hmm. They covered it up. Mm-hmm. Like they, and then after he died, they put his name back there. It's yeah. interesting. Like, and I felt like this movie was kind of like talking about that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of reality or that mm-hmm. kind of like attitude that, that fame and, and like people in the spotlight have to deal with. Yeah. Sort of thing. I don't know. Uh, I'll say this too. Like, for listeners, if you guys have like a different theory, uh, I'd actually be really curious to hear other people's theories as to what they saw initially in this movie because it seems like almost every person who's reached out to me has said something different and I find it endlessly fascinating. So uh, you can email totallytellme at gmail.com uh, and maybe I'll read some uh, next week or something. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie is amazing and I think everyone should see it. Uh, and you might hate it and I think that's still a, a very valid experience. Um, but yeah. Anyways, thank you, Nick. Thank for, you for thanks being for being on this uh, episode with us. Yeah, thanks for having. Thank me. thee. Um, and we like to end with a song now nowadays. On <laughs> totally tell me. Um, last time you here, we didn't get to do that, but um, this is going to be we're gonna play Shakira off of your uh, latest album called They'll Say Yes. Yeah. Um, Shakira is one of my favorite songs on the album. You, you played on Shakira, I did, uh, I did. the live show. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. That that was like, that was the one that kept getting stuck in my head at rehearsals and stuff. So, <laughs> so I figured I'd I'd, uh, I'd play it for for everybody. Yeah, it's a song about uh, this guy's unhealthy obsession with Shakira. It's, <laughs> it sounds like a real like happy song, but it's actually really dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so give that a listen. Uh, get his whole album. It's uh, by all of his albums. Uh, uh, get get his album. They'll say yes. Um, and then where can people find you too if they want to? Uh, I have a website called djrealsmells.com and uh, I've got lots of sh- shows coming up. So come on out. Right on. Yeah. All right. Uh, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Our intro music is by Laura and Anton. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. And this is Shakira by DJ Real.
show. 